to Living the Good Life with Mama and Baba. This is Nancy. And this is Samir. How are you, Habibi, today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. This week's episode, we are going to be talking about our favorite thing to do ever in our lives. What is it? Traveling. Traveling. We love to travel. I wish somebody can pay us, Samir and myself, just to travel around and review areas and places. If and there's anyone things. out there looking for a great-looking couple yep. that are out there willing to travel, you know my Instagram. Just you know who to up. contact. <laughs> anyway. um, we always love traveling. Uh, for us, we'd rather spend money on traveling than paying bills, to be honest, or other things in our lives, uh, or spending on material things. Because for us, it's the experience, it's the memories, it's just... Uh, the food, and it opens up your eyes a lot. On tra Traveling opens up your mind to a lot. It opens up your minds to other cultures, other languages, and uh, it does. It, it, you it, learn. You learn so much more than reading it in the books, whether it's geography, whether it's science, whether, whether it's religion, whether it's history. You just, when you see it with your uh, naked eye, just and you experience it, it's a completely different feeling. Yeah, we've noticed that every trip that we've taken, we've pretty much remembered them all in detail. So for every dollar that you spend on travel, it's well worth it. You do get your money's worth when it's traveling. But there's a, but there are ways to travel. Either you, you travel in a smart way or, or, or not. And uh, we're going to be discussing that today. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about how can you save on traveling we're going to be sharing with you some traveling tips that we picked up throughout the years now uh this is from our own experience of course i'm sure you guys probably have your own so what we're just going to share with you today it's based on our personal experience throughout the years i think we've been traveling since we got married so it's kind of safe to say that we picked up a few along the way and we're going to be sharing them with you so the first tip we wanted to share with you is how to get a good airfare. I feel like when, and this is, we're talking about traveling by plane. Of course, if you want to travel by car, you know, you're just going to be paying for gas. But if you want to uh, travel by plane, the biggest chunk of your traveling budget, it's going to be the, air, the airfare. And those can, can be pretty pricey at some point. Yeah. We're so fortunate nowadays to have uh, websites that are available to us, and there are numerous ones, but Nancy came up with or was able to find this website that came to her attention. It's called Scott's Cheap Flights, and she'll be able to elaborate more on this. Well, a friend of mine gave me that website. It's called, again, Scott's, like a Scott, like a name, Cheap Flights. And what you do is you sign up with them. It's free. And I think they have a package if you want to, you know, exclusive deals that you can pay extra per year. But what they do is you can customize the airport, your own airport, and they'll send you deals uh, about flights that leaving from your airports. And that's how we flew to Europe. We got deals for like $400 nonstop to Spain from Los Angeles, which is amazing. Usually it's $1,200. And basically the last uh, maybe five years that's how we've been traveling on a budget we don't pay full price anymore to be honest yeah they have a subscription service i subscribe to the free service and nancy subscribes to the paid service but the paid service is how much it's a year? like 39 dollars a year yeah. so worth it to be so, honest so worth it and it seems like they're more focused on international flights and you plug in 
your your uh, local airport and and destinations and that they you're send you for. deals and the good thing about that one too it's not like you ha you have to buy it within a day or two because the deal will be gone but you can buy it with like up to a year that deal goes on it's not like you have to leave the next month sometimes it's uh, like you know next year so it's pretty pretty good and i highly recommend it it's basically a scouting service and they're out there looking for different deals from different airlines and you don't buy these airline tickets through scott's you would actually be redirected to the airline's Correct. website so Correct. Uh, how it's do like they google make... flights kind of yeah and it's scottscheapflights.com so so check it out because that will save you a lot of money so number one is like the airfare so we usually try to get good deals for international we don't pay more than five hundred dollars regular price is usually a thousand and up and uh, we sign up with like southwest because you know that airline is really good and they always constantly send us good deals and usually a lot of them are non-stop and that's like when we went last week when we talked about chicago we paid 79 dollars per person non-stop so airfare is number one how you can save money and try to get non-stop i know sometimes you pay a little bit more extra but trust me on that one it's so worth it unless you are planning to stop in that whatever that stop is and go leave and come back it really is not worth it it becomes more of a stress-free or stress less stressful way of traveling meaning you don't have to get out of the plane yeah just it's not take worth your it. luggage transfer to another flight it, it just you pretty much are on the plane and you get out when you're there at the Pay destination extra it's worth it now another uh I, another way to to save money is pack your own food when you go on the plane first of all plane food is very expensive if you order it on the plane uh, airport food it's so expensive as well and it's unnecessary so what i do what we do samira and myself is a lot of times when it's early morning we pack breakfast we make like toast we make like muffins or we take bagels with us and maybe we can buy coffee from the airport but you're saving like 20 dollars at least and up on that yeah, I mean, pretty much snacks. But if you're flying uh, cross-country flights or international flights, most of the time, especially pre-COVID, uh, they did offer multiple meals a day. But yeah. if you go on a discount airlines, like we've flown a few times on Norwegian Air, the, the meals are over and above that. It's yes. an additional charge, and they're very extra. expensive. Everything is extra. So you have to do your math as well if the airline offers food or not. Um, another big chunk of traveling is hotels and we always look for deals a good way to look for a deal is some hotels offer breakfast in the morning which personally I love because you know what I like in the morning not to worry about looking for a place that offers breakfast or leave and come back and you know you want to brush your teeth so a lot of hotels offer breakfast um, and sometimes it's like a little sometimes it's worth it sometimes it's not yeah, and, and normally, like if it's an American hotel, names like Embassy Suites, Hampton Inn, certain hotels are known to offer breakfast as part of the deal. And a lot of, if you're going to be traveling to Europe, it seems like a lot of them also will offer some sort of breakfast. Just you have to look at the fine print. Sometimes they charge extra for it, but... So yeah, sense. so get, try to see if they have hotels that offer breakfast as well. And that's in the Google search, you can find that. Um, another way to save on when you're traveling is we sometimes eat a heavy breakfast. I'm talking about like, you know, a, a, a heavy breakfast that can last you for lunch. This way you're not starving every few hours. So we eat a heavy one in the morning and we probably eat a snack later on, but we don't eat lunch and we eat dinner. So you're not paying breakfast, lunch and dinner because that 
gets costly at you know at, especially if you have a family too you know it's a lot of money so that's a good way of saving as well that's true um one another uh, way to save is try to find hotels close to downtown area yeah uh if you're going to be going to any city uh first off find out where are the attractions where are the the points of interest of each city that you want to visit and then try to find something within walking distance um, as we mentioned in our uh, chicago podcast uh it would be nice to find something that's within walking distance 10 15 20 minute walks it's a way for you to go out there and learn the neighborhood and really be intimately involved and learn intimately about each city. And, and get lost and find unique yeah. destinations and unique areas. Try to be safe about it, but get lost. Uh, that's the way to learn the city. And, you know, this way you're saving money on Uber and taxis. Uh, another way we can save money too, because I know some people like Uber everywhere. We don't. We don't. We, we enjoy walking. It's, it has so much benefit, so many benefits. But another way that you can do is we take the trains. So when we went to London, we took their subway system. Which is a very efficient way we of traveling. We loved it. And that's the way to really experience how the Londoners live. We've taken the trains in Paris and New York City and Barcelona, and they're very efficient. We're not used to it here in this country. Know, or but you can take the bus. A lot of times the buses are free or just like yeah. a dollar or euro one euro so this is transportation is and like i said transportation hotel and airfare are those are big chunks of your budget and if you're smart around them you can save a lot of money but getting back to uber uber is a very efficient way of of going from point a to point b just when you do get to your destination wherever it is do some sort of uh example destination let's say you want to go to a particular restaurant Plug in Uber. Uber will give you a quote on what that will cost. Sometimes it's going to be very reasonable, like it was for Nancy and I in Mexico City. Yeah, Mexico was worth it. <laughs> it was dirt cheap, and it was cheaper than traveling on a bus or walking. It was only $5 across town. But if it's in Chicago, New York City, or a major European city, it's going to be very expensive. So you have to kind of do your research ahead of time. Yeah, so definitely uh, transportation is key, and it's very expensive. Sometimes in Europe as well, we get the rail pass. So if we know that we're going to be visiting a lot of cities and it's uh, you know by train they have amazing train system sometimes we will see we'll get the rail pass ahead of time because you will save you a lot of money so you do have to do your research ahead of time and it depends and so you, you basically have to customize it uh, for your own personal needs in that trip because everybody is different yeah and a rail pass is basically you're buying a ticket for a set period of time whether it's two days five days two weeks for one country or multiple countries, and this is pretty much in Europe. And you can get in, get on and off the train for a certain amount of time, and it's it's, it's very, it's very convenient. cost efficient, correct. Um, Another way that we've also transported ourselves was renting cars, believe it or not. Yes. That, that could be very reasonable also. You just have to do your research in advance, and Google is your best friend in everything. But you do also have, you need international driving driver's license, and this one, you get it from the DMV. Um, I think you have to pay what twenty five dollars. Uh, like it's not from the DMV. Sorry, it's Nancy. No, it's oh, from it's it's from uh, uh, AAA, oh, AAA uh, American right, Automobile AAA. Association. They have offices throughout the country, and I believe it's a twenty to thirty dollar charge. But you have to uh, find out if that country is going to require it. Some countries require an international license, and some don't. So just do your research in advance. Uh, so the car we enjoyed uh, uh, driving, especially in Europe, but. There's one point that you have to be careful about or of. There's a lot of poles in Europe. 
so like you know uh, tolling toll poles and they toll booths toll booth and some of them like when we went in france and we drove from south of france to paris we ended up paying like what two hundred dollars in in poles and it, it was yeah it was costly and, so and the, they charge you money because they fix the roads which the roads were amazing so you really have to take that in consideration uh and add it to your budget yeah in europe there are a lot of toll roads everywhere so every highway that you go on most locals don't drive on the major freeways they drive in city streets and the people that do drive on the main highways pay for the maintenance of those main highways. And you're seeing that more and more even in this country, in the U.S., a lot of toll roads here and there and everywhere. So just kind of, as I said, do your research so in the, advance. these, they add up. Um, another way that you can uh, save is uh, by go online and check out all these famous places you want to visit, especially if they're like uh, his- historic places or I'm talking about museums sometimes they have free admission certain time of the you know the month like maybe first Tuesday or first Wednesday and those can be expensive sometimes the admission entry is like $20 or 20 euro yeah you can have go to a local museum and some days during the week they are free for local residents or even for tourists but also if you do want to see main attractions uh, in certain destinations you might have to even buy tickets in advance because you don't want to go there and wait on a, a two-hour long line to get in to see this attraction. Oh, yeah. Some lines, like I remember Florence David. To the see statue, the Statue have, of yeah. David. Sometimes if you get it ahead of time online, like the night before, it's really worth it to do. And Definitely. believe it or not, we've been to Florence twice, and we have not seen the Statue of David yet. It's very embarrassing because we've gone there, we didn't do our research, and we, we weren't prepared. And we didn't have the patience to wait in line. Yeah, and the wait was like two hours, and I was like, okay, no, we're not going to do it. So, um, so do your research ahead of time, especially if there's specific places you really don't want to miss. Definitely get tickets ahead of time. It will save you save you so much time you don't have to wait you also have to make sure that these main attractions are open certain days of the week because i remember one time i don't know where we went and we were planning to visit this main attraction in europe and they were closed that day that day they close every week so you want that was the louver yeah, that was the louver museum in paris you want to do your research before so i would not wait last minute especially if you know where you want to go and what day you're going to be in that city um you know, I don't know if you mentioned this before, but when we travel, Samira and I, to Europe, what we usually do is we usually book the first night of the hotel because we don't want to worry about it. We, we're tired after like whatever, 12 hours. You don't want to be looking for a hotel. Yeah, you don't want to be looking for a hotel. So we usually book like if we're staying in Paris for two days, we'll book those two days. Then, because we don't know, we're very... Um, spontaneous when we travel we want to be as flexible as possible we don't book any more hotels this is it the only the first two nights and maybe the last, the last night, night. Maybe, maybe maybe if we know so what we do is we book it as we go so if samir is driving uh you know the car i usually we know we're going to nice i start looking for a hotel in nice so that's how we plan our travel and it's been successful 80 percent, i would say successful yeah it has been uh, you know panic free (laughs) and nowadays uh with all these hotels most of them have uh refund policies within i believe 24 to 48 hours so 
you can be as, you can be pretty flexible on your yeah. trip. And you know what? How I usually find the hotel is I look at pictures. If it looks clean, sometimes I go on Yelp and I read the reviews. And listen, whenever there's a review that's like three pages long, I don't even read it. I don't care positive if it's zero. Positive or negative. Yeah, positive or negative. It's not important. I usually look in overall. If it's like seventy percent is positive, then I'll, you know we usually go with it instead. Um, Another way we save money is we don't go to those expensive restaurants. We usually eat street food. As an example, we just came back from Chicago and we mentioned that in our podcast. One thing I did want to do, I hope we wanted to go to a steakhouse, but you need to be smart about things. When you go to Chicago, the steaks there are 60 to $70 a piece. So you just need to be smart. Uh, and then Nancy mentioned, uh, you can still enjoy the cuisine of the city within a budget, whether it's street food, whether it's snacks here and there, and even dinners, Yelp everything. Yelp is big in Europe, big in South America, and obviously big in this country. You can Yelp or TripAdvisor a lot of things about restaurants. Or you can ask, and that's one reason I love hotels versus uh, Airbnb. Ask the concierge or the front desk. You can ask somebody in the front. Or locals. I always ask, where do you eat? Where do you go eat? Like, I don't want to go to touristy area. Touristy areas are trapped. Uh, just you know they charge you so much the food is not that go good go to a restaurant off the beaten path but we always ask the uh, concierge yeah. where do you and your family go eat like yeah. send me to a local place I don't want touristy place it's like us going to LA or San Francisco we don't go to touristy area we go to our local area yes um, so Another way that you can um, save money is don't overpack. Although I'm the wrong person to tell you that because I always We say that on our trip every time. We end up overpacking and bringing clothes back. But at the same time... But you need options. Yeah. You just need to learn how to pack also. But definitely... Okay, I'll I'll give you an an example. Whenever you pack, I, I usually try to pack clothes that go well together for example i can pack uh, a pair of jeans but then i'll pack a few tops that goes with with it but then i can pack um, a nude skirt that i know those few tops will go well with it as well so you have to mix and match but you want to make sure that all these colors kind of go well together so you can use them again not only one time and that's it yeah and and then you want let's say shoes which are very important shoes that are very comfortable to walk in but also they're fashionable so you can go to a nice restaurant in the evening and also you want to make sure that you have traveling clothes clothes that uh, you can wear that are comfortable on a long flight going and coming back home and you want to make sure that you leave some room in your luggage because you know, what if you buy souvenirs or buy gifts or buy things? You want to make sure you have enough room for to, to bring back things. Plus, you can always clean your clothes and, you know, go to the laundry mat and uh, wash them there. And, you know, fun fact, when we went, when we took the kids to Europe, uh, I don't know, a few years back, we, all of us took a carry-on for three weeks. I don't know how we did it, but it worked. It worked. We did the wash. I remember we did the laundry mat one time in one country. And somehow it worked. Yeah, you just need to use the services that each city has to offer. And there are laundromats everywhere. And Or if you're in an Airbnb, because we've used Airbnbs in the past, or apartments, they, they have, would have a washer or a dryer within the unit. I don't know. Our luck was not that good with the Airbnb. I don't know why. I know some people love it, but I'd rather stay in a hotel. Uh, you know, I can ask them for questions. I don't know. I feel a little bit safer too. Um, oh, one more tip when you travel. Always when we travel, we take a small bag and we put our toothbrushes. We put a pair of underwear, like socks, uh, you know, change, just in case your luggage get lost or 
you don't get your luggage on time, which happened to us with Fattis. Yeah, we've had that experience in the past where one of our our, our only son uh, they lost <laughs> his they lost his carry on of all people, and he was oh, grouchy God. for three or four days. I was on the phone constantly, international phone uh, costs. It cost us a lot of money to even find this baggage and get it um, uh, shipped back to our apartment. But either way, just as an emergency, just to be on the safe side, keep uh, uh, one day's worth of uh, change of clothes uh, in your backpack. In carry and underwears on. and like toothbrush and stuff, because trust me, it you really never helps. Know. You, never airlines, know. you never know. You never know. You never know. Anything can happen. Um, let's see what else I'm trying to think what else definitely like I said transportation to the airport are the most expensive so you can you can uh, save money if you take the train or or if you guys are a lot of people traveling it makes sense to uber like if you split in it if you know because you know if it's a whatever fifty dollars and you split in it divided by four it's worth it but if it's only one person or two person like a couple it's better to take the uh, train but the biggest expenses in any travel is the lodging and we mentioned to you in regards to how to find the best deal on lodging with different websites and transportation and the food you just need to be careful now another thing you have to do your uh, research especially now with the pandemic some areas you cannot travel to like there's quarantine uh, states states that you cannot even go there from wherever you live some states and some countries uh if you're i think if you're traveling out of the united states you cannot go to some european countries and also if you're traveling within the united states we found out about this earlier uh, we got a warning from the state of illinois we were traveling to chicago from la that there were a list of, I believe, 15 states that if you resided in that state, you could not fly into Illinois without a mandated 14-day uh, quarantine, mm -hmm. which makes which ruins your vacation. So you need to kind of do your research in advance. We live in a different world today with COVID. Just, just look for the, uh, you have to search for the COVID restrictions and guidelines. Just to be on the safe side. Now, this tip is if you're traveling overseas, uh, this is from experience. Try to take like Tylenol, Advil, anti-itch cream with you because they are so expensive in Europe. I remember uh, Janelle and myself, we got bitten by like mosquito bites all over and we went to buy some anti-itch cream and it was like 22 euros. Usually we get it for like 199. Yeah, in, they in don't have the America. pharmacies like we do, like CVS and Walgreens. They do have their pharmacy called pharmacias, but they have the people with the white trench coat. It seems like you're going to a doctor's office. Yeah, so you have to and get those ahead of time. Like even Tylenol and you know, like if you have a headache, get that. Uh, we always take an umbrella with us just in case because, you know, if it rains, always check the weather last minute and always take another, uh, you know, jacket for something light just if it because sometimes it rains, you know, changes the weather. So yeah. You have to be prepared. It's a lot easier nowadays to plan for a trip. All your all the information's on your fingertips, I know, and so on your lucky. smartphone, whether it's the weather, whether it's the best hotel, the best transportation, best restaurant. So it's there. Also, you need to get an extra battery. Uh, so you, just in case if you have to charge your phone. So this is another thing we do for our phone when we travel. We don't always take our phone. Or so you have to get, maybe you can explain it better, Sami, because don't you have to get a service? You have to call your, your Verizon or AT&T. Yeah, we're we're part of Verizon. It could be, it's probably similar with T-Mobile and 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 AT and T. You would call them in advance, 
and you would let them know that we're going to be traveling to these countries. Now, obviously, this is all international. Within the states, it's the same. Nothing changes. But if you're international, uh, you would have to let them know in advance. Sometimes there's an added charge. Sometimes there is not. So talk to your carrier. As far as in regards to uh, the U.S. carriers, I believe if you're in, if you travel to Canada or uh, Central America, Mexico, uh, it's part of your plan. But if you go to Europe or to South America or to Southeast Asia, it's an additional charge. So your carrier needs to know about it. Number two, uh, you need to determine what credit cards you want to take with you. So you need to notify your bank. You can do this all online. You can actually, uh, within online, uh, notify the bank that you're going to be going to these particular countries so they can protect you in regards to fraud. Uh, And then also in some uh, international countries, they require, I believe, a five-pin number for your ATM. So if your ATM number, if your ATM pin number is only a four-numbered code, you might have to change that to, oh, a, si- that. to a six-digit code temporarily when you're in Europe. I did that. I had a four-digit. I changed it to a six-digit, and I rolled it back to a four-digit when I came back to oh, the States. I didn't know that. So That's just talk to your bank. Plus, you need adapter, too. I forgot. Electric de- adapter. Those are easy. You can find those on Amazon or Walmart or Target. Because uh, the electric outlet there are different than here? Yeah. In Europe, and in, 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 I'm sorry, in Mexico, it's pretty much like the States. I believe uh, Canada is, but Europe and Southeast Asia and the Middle East are different. So we usually buy one or two adapters because, you know, he needs it for his phone and I need it for my... Yeah. So you can buy an adapter kit, electric de- adapter kit, and it's good for Europe. Uh, England is different than Europe, believe it or not. Uh, Asia and the Middle East so be prepared for that but you know you guys you really traveling is not that expensive if you are prepared and if you plan it well Um, if basically like I said the most thing is the flight and the hotel the lodging and transportation those are the most expensive but you if you are prepared ahead of time you will save a lot of money it's really worth it it's the food that costs the much but if you eat you know the street smart food and you know all, all the inexpensive you don't have to sit in a big hot you know restaurant and spend like 200 euros on a meal it's so worth it. You will get the experience of your lifetime and we always enjoy it and we always want to go back for more. We always enjoy it and and, and try not to overthink it. Try not to over. If you overstress over it, then basically you're going to be worried throughout your whole trip. Try not to overthink it, but do plan uh, to your first night stay. That's key. And maybe your last night stay. And then try to be as flexible as possible within. Yeah, and some, a lot of times it's so much fun, actually. But one last important thing that I forgot to mention is currency. Obviously, the U.S. dollar is not used throughout the world. So if you're going to be traveling to Mexico... Oh, that's a good one. I mean, more than anything, we use our plastic cards. The Visa cards and the MasterCards are used everywhere. And I believe Apple Pay is used everywhere and Google Pay. But you do need some uh, pocket money. And you, you would have to find out what the local currency is, whether it's a euro, the peso, whatever it is. Go to your local branch, your local bank, and ask for that currency. And you need to probably do that to be on the safe side two weeks before your trip. Do you remember when we went to Morocco and the bank, because they don't have the Moroccan money, you know, it's not like a popular destination for a lot of people. It took some time to... And it took like a week for them to get the money. Yeah, so you do need probably two weeks advance notice and let your bank know and they'll get you that money. But also... Your debit card will work in most ATMs throughout the world. So if you bank with Bank of America, as an example, 
go online and find out what banks in the area that you're going to, whether it's Europe, South America, are affiliated with that bank. And then you can go to that local bank and use your debit card without getting charged debit card fees. That's the thing. Some credit cards where we were charged debit, you know, card yeah. fees. Yeah. And also try to use a credit card that's considered a quote unquote travel card. When you do use that type of card, you're not charged those uh, conversion rate transaction fees that these credit they card companies get rich on. Yep. They add up. Yeah, so be careful about that. And another thing is tip for you guys if you want to travel. Don't act like tourists, you know. I always say you have to respect the country you're visiting. Respect the country, the culture, you the laws. You are a guest in their country. So you, you want them to be respectful when they visit your country. You be respectful when you go there. So don't act too much like a tourist. <laughs> you know, just be respectful. Follow, follow the rules. Follow the etiquettes. And you will have a great experience if you are open-minded and you don't have high expectations because we are used to a certain treatment in the USA we're pretty spoiled we're uh, you know we're not happy we say can I talk to your manager there they laugh at you if you say they don't even care. some parts of the country they don't even care yeah. if you ask for the manager and service is not as prompt as it yes. is in this country so they're not really customer service oriented like they are in this country but they're more experience oriented so when you're sitting down at a restaurant you have to ask pretty much for, the for check everything, too. for a check. They want you to sit there and enjoy yourself. And that's part of their culture. But also, don't expect everybody to speak English. Yes. I know it's our habit. We're very lazy as Americans yeah, in regards spoiled. to that. We're spoiled. Try to go online and, and learn, if you can, within reason, a few key phrases or words uh, with that language. Also, you know, like some countries, they ex you know expect tip when you go to a restaurant like here, but some countries, they get offended if you tip them. I, I maybe yeah. in, in like Europe, Asia. Europe, as an example, there's no tipping, there's no which tipping. is great. No tipping. I like that. Listen, if you're a waitress in this country, probably you'll think different. I really don't mind paying, but I wish they add it within. Like if they add it within, like gratuity, and then it's easier than worrying about it. And if you tip or you don't, I don't like the tipping system. I don't mind tipping. Just, just give me a whole number, the full number, and I'll pay it. Yeah, and as a, we always use Europe as an example because that's a continent that we visited a lot. Um, no tipping is required, and also tax is included. So whatever an item is marked, whether it's on the menu or whether you're buying it at a retail store, that is the total price that you pay, which makes it a lot easier. It does. Also, uh, uh, download from your app store on your smartphone a conversion calculator. So this way, it's easy for you to convert from U.S. dollars to whatever the local curl, uh, currency is. So you'll kind of get an idea of what it costs converts over in the U.S. dollar. Okay, another thing you can save money for you when you travel is if you ever want to buy uh, a designer bag or the designer shoes or does any, anything designers. Because it is cheaper in Europe, plus the tax is already included in the price, which is similar to the price that you pay in, for example, in the United States. But you save money on tax plus they give you which is called VAT which they give you money back because you don't live there you don't have to pay the tax usually the tax there is like 20% so they give you 10 to 12% back on yeah, your money. Yeah, it's an additional kickback back, but you need to prove that uh, uh, that you're just a traveler, you're not a citizen, you're a tourist, you have to show your passport. There's certain documents you have to fill, you, either through the retailer or at the, at the, the airport. Airports. And VAT stands for, I believe, value-added tax. So 
yeah, you can save up to 15 or even 20%. Uh, so it, it depends upon where you live in the state. Definitely, it's it's worth it if you are planning to buy a luxury item is to wait till you travel to that city or to especially to Europe because you will save a lot of money. Every trip, Samira and I, when we come back, we usually, just for fun, we usually uh, add the numbers and see how much it costs us. And this is average, okay? Sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. It usually costs $200 a person per day. This is just based on our calculations. Now, if you guys are gonna eat in expensive restaurants, that's gonna change the formula. This is based on the uh, airline, that uh, reasonable airline tickets that we got. But it's give or take $200 a person. Give or take. Sometimes if you're gonna really uh, travel in the lap of luxury, you could be much more than that, or even really on a budget living in hostels. But we don't travel that way. So this is medium. I think we travel like most average people do. And with our experience, it's around up to $200. And you're really traveling really well. So if you're planning a trip for a week, you do 200 times seven, that's $1,400 per person. But that does not include the gifts, does not include if you buy any personal things. We're talking about transportation, hotel, food, and yeah. lodging. Yeah, but it, but it doesn't include even splurging on high-end restaurants or anything yeah. like that. So just you need to travel smart. It, it's average. Yeah, but this does include the airfare. And this is with uh, Nancy and I scouring the internet for the best deals possible. But we always enjoy it. I mean, it's not like we're depriving ourselves. We always have a great time. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed our traveling tips that we are share- we shared with you. Hopefully you learn a lot. Hopefully you travel wisely on a budget. And uh, yeah, I can't wait for you guys to let us know how, you know, the- if these helped you or not. And we wanted to leave you with this funny phrase about travel. I wish travel therapy was covered by my health insurance. Oh my God, I Definitely. wish. I wish. Take advantage of these tips and go out there and travel and enjoy the good life.